Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, accelerate results by slowing down judgments. Sit back and relax and let's get started. So my little one, Perry, is the best alarm clock that I have. Getting up at my target 3.30 a.m. wake-up time is not easy. But I can always count on Perry <laughs> to, to help me out whenever I need some help hitting that time. And last night, she was a little bit early, about 2 a.m., and so I got up, got her situated. We did our normal ritual of changing her diaper and doing some deep breathing. It's so cute. Whenever I do deep breaths, she follows them with little tiny deep breaths. It's, it's an amazing moment. But I put her back to bed and then figured, well, I'm up a little too early. I've got to get, got to get my extra sleep. And... The next thing I know, it's 4 a.m. and my wife is walking in with Perry again and putting Perry in the bed with us. Um, her plan was that Perry would come and just go to sleep, but Perry's never slept in the bed with us, really. So this was like, this was like party time for Perry. Perry went into absolute 4 a.m. party time. Like it was like it was Mardi Gras or something. She was talking. She was dancing. She was telling stories. She was pointing. She was jumping. She was smacking things. She was laughing. It was, it was everything other than sleep. And I could see what was going to happen here is that actually now none of us were going to get any sleep and it was going to make all of Saturday pretty challenging. So I was, let's just put it this way. I was not, uh, I was not too happy about my wife's decision to bring Perry into our bedroom in the moment and was just sitting there thinking like, what, like, why did you do this? Like, what, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? There's no way any of us are getting sleep now. Like we should be operating off of some type of game where at least somebody gets sleep. Like one, somebody in the family gets sleep. Now at this point, only my older daughter was getting sleep. So I'm just triggered as all get out in terms of like, what are you, what are you thinking? Why did you do this? I'm just aggravated. And long story short, I, I decided, look, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to my, my method of resetting Perry, start completely over go upstairs, go through our routine again, go through our little deep breathing, put her back down, get her her bottle, and away we go. And I did that, and Perry went back to sleep. But I had to think about like, well, okay, my lesson from this was, because what the, the following thing that happened was I was already up, I was up. So I would have slept through my target time and missed getting some things done this morning that I had as, a, as an objective to get done because the sleep schedule had gotten all jacked up. But as a result of this, I was up and I've been able to get out, get out and get after it. 
So my lesson from that was as triggered as I may have been by my wife's decision to bring Perry in, that decision actually ended up serving all of us. Perry's back to sleep. My wife's back to sleep. I'm up and getting things done like I wanted to, even though my previous sleep schedule had gotten kind of jacked up. So here's the lesson is that judgments made during that period of being triggered judgments made while we're angry are like a man walking in the dark. That's blind. Like I, if I had stayed in that place of being aggravated with my wife, I would just be aggravated. I wouldn't have acknowledged or seen the fact that actually everybody got, ended up better off. Perry's back to sleep. My wife's back to sleep. I'm working. Like it's, it all worked. It was great. But in that moment, I couldn't see that. I wasn't even looking for it. It took me an hour or two to kind of look back and go, oh, wow, that actually worked out really well. Like what an ass I was being by being aggravated in my wife in that moment. But how often do we make judgments in the moment and then let that story govern our story about a certain situation going forward. Something triggers us, we make a judgment, we create a story, and then we hold that story in perpetuity until at some point in the future it's challenged and maybe we change our story. All the while missing the fact that what happened actually benefited, benefited us in some way. And so I started thinking about, you know, how does this, how does this play out in other areas? And even in this previous week, I started thinking about in my body, I was aggravated at the fact I kind of hit this wall in my workouts. I was aggravated in the moment, but what I can see now in hindsight is that it actually created a redirect for me. It told me to do that. I was getting a direction. I was getting a, a, a little course correction on what to do in terms of my rest and nutrition. And yesterday's workout was like night and day difference. I smashed it. It was felt powerful and energized. It was the opposite of earlier in the week, but I wouldn't have gotten there had I not gotten the course correction of the bad workout. It kind of goes back to this idea that if we operate from a place of understanding and belief that all things are working towards our good, then it means that whenever we have these triggered reactions against things, we have to consider that there's an opportunity to pause and slow down our judgment and trigger. Legendary coach Sam Falsafi of Wake Up Warrior, I can hear his voice in my mind. And I don't know whether this came from Log PT or some other thing that we've done, maybe, maybe meditation. And he just says, hold, hold hold. And I started to hear that, like hold judgment, like hold judgment. Just wait. I know you're triggered, but just hold space, hold presence. Watch what happens. One of the notes I made here was that any judgments or stories that are created during a moment of being triggered are like a man walking in the dark, a man walking in the dark, who can't see around the next corner that there's a gift there. 
But if we could see that there was a gift coming, we would be able to let go of our judgment faster and accelerate our progress to the gift. So instead of the hour and a half it took me to get over the fact that my wife had brought the baby into the bed and all this kind of stuff, it took me 90 minutes to get to get to that point and get to that revelation. What would have been possible if I'd said, oh, this is amazing, like immediately. But I was in this triggered state. <laughs> but I'd have you consider that that kind of stuff is happening all the time. And so there's this gap. There's the trigger. There's the story that's created. And then there's this gift that happens later if we look for it. But there's an opportunity in that gap to actually close it down, to close down the time between the trigger and the gift. And that can be done just by hold, holding judgment, holding the creation of a story, holding the creation of judgments around what's happening and just saying, okay, there's a gift here. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I'm going to hold and wait for it because I'm going to be operating from a place of faith that all things are working towards our good. Certainly in sales and in business, I've had multiple times where I thought that something wasn't going right with a deal or I could feel that something wasn't going right with a deal or there was some trigger inside of this, some, some prospect or customer or colleague that is creating some chaos and it creates a trigger. But I can think of one particular time many years ago on, on a deal for a, a major aerospace supplier uh, back in the day when I was in aerospace and defense that the, the, an executive came in and was basically, uh, basically, basically triggering the whole group. Like he had, he was, he, without going into the entire story, he was doing everything to kind of try to unwind what a, a larger team had built. But in doing that, and I, obviously this triggered everybody, but I fast forward and I look back on it, that conversation, that trigger actually opened, it opened up huge other opportunities. I didn't see them in the minute. It took, it took probably six to 12, 12 months for those to really be realized, but it all went back to that conversation. And so in business, there's opportunities. If we get that trigger, we get the, 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 uh, the, those, the bad news from a customer or from a prospect says, hey, you weren't cho chosen, for example. We either have the opportunity to react or hold and wait and look for the gift. It's, it's simple. It's not easy. But the next time that you're triggered, the next time that you have news or a, <laughs> a two-year-old brought into your bed at 4 a.m., perhaps slow down the judgment. Perhaps slow down the creation of any stories about what's actually happening. And just hold, 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 and start looking for the gift. And let the gift, the search for that gift be the first thing you do instead of creating stories and walking around in the dark. 
That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.